season two, episode seven with Allison Appleby. Mm-hmm. Our little cutie pie. I know. She is just like, she's so. A little ferocious cutie pie. Right. Can get anything done that she wants. You beat <laughs> me to it. Yes, exactly. That's, which is why we used this quote for, this Ted Lasso quote for this episode, which is, Coach, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore because Allison like puts herself out of Kansas, metaphorically, wherever she like sees something and wants to try it and wants to challenge herself and then just, and does it, not just does it. There's a lot of hard work. I'm not trying to like, Mm -hmm. but I mean, come on. It's just incredible. Yeah. I wish I had that type. I mean, you and I are very proactive people, but I wish I had that type of proactivity um, at her age. She's like, epilepsy, (laughs) no big deal. You know, go, you know, when the, you know, Miss Teen Dallas, no big deal. Right. Archery, no big Archery deal. Archery scholarship. Also, yeah, college, no big yeah. deal. And this is all like, you know. Starting a nonprofit, not, no yeah. big deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're kind of yeah. sitting there like, oh, shit, we need to catch up. Yeah, but, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just such a great episode. Um, and we know you guys will enjoy it because she's just, an enjoyable person this episode we are putting our epi- our epilepsy faves and epilepsy fan of the week first instead of waiting till the end so our epilepsy fave of the week is sophia who runs an also runs a nonprofit. is also a teenager um it's called milo and me and um she also has a service dog like allison i mean they're practically twins but yeah. um just more so impressive this generation <laughs> Really, though? Yeah, definitely check her out on Instagram. She has so much amazing content. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we can't keep up. We just no. constantly see her posting, and yep. it's amazing stuff all about her and her service dog, and yeah. they're adorable. Yeah, and they've got great merch, you know, if you're interested in mm-hmm. merch. They've got a support group for uh, female teens. You know, it's just, there's just, like, so much. Again, another very amazing person doing amazing work. And our fan of the week um, is someone named Aaron from Dallas and Aaron, uh, I had the pleasure of speaking with Aaron on the phone because I met his brother and his brother said, Oh my God, you know, my brother loves your podcast. Can I, can I call him real quick? And I was like, sure. And he just, the, the message he gave me, I wish I, I wish Lexi, you were on the phone. That was what I was thinking the whole time. I was wishing you were on the phone and I wish I could, could have voice recorded it somehow, but he starts just saying how much the podcast means to him. Um, and how it just feels like it gives him a connection to people in the epile- in the epilepsy community, and we're so happy to hear that. And I was re- I was like bawling as he's talking, so much so that my friend Brendan sitting next to me starts bawling too. And well, not bawling. His he was more eyes watering, like you know, to get in that tear. He's like, I can't even hear what he's saying, but I know it's meaningful. It's like, yes, you didn't even hear Aaron's message. So Aaron, this Aww. is a shout out to you. Thank you for listening. We're so glad that this is helpful to you. And then mm-hmm. last but certainly not least is a big shout out to our sponsors. Yes. Yes. Uh thank you so much to SK Life Science and to Norellis. Um, because there's a lot of times that we don't feel like we're in Kansas anymore and Mm -hmm. you guys help us make us feel like we're back home. I don't know. That (laughs) metaphor sucked, but (laughs) you tried. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Um, but we hope you guys enjoy this episode. 
Hey guys, welcome to What the F. We are here with Allison Appleby, who I'm sure you get this all the time, Allison, but your name is just like so amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I love it. It's just fun to say. And your parents had great thinking on that. They're oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm they sure you get that all the time. We are so excited to chat with you today. And before we do, we just want to give the audience a brief bio and an overview of who you are. So recently in 2022, Allison was the winner of the Miss Dallas Teen USA. She has always been, and even more so now, a huge epilepsy advocate in in doing that she started a nonprofit because you know that's what we all do in our free time called brady's box and we're definitely gonna talk about that later and so exciting allison is an archer has been an archer for how many years now oh gosh eight eight years and what is a soon-to-be archer at the University of Pikesville, which is known for its archery, which is so badass. And so, <laughs> so, so excited. So, yeah, we are so pumped for you. So thank you so much for being here today with us, Allison. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes, so thank you. we kind of want to just start off with like the, you know, the thing that everyone wants to start off with, which yeah. is, which is, you know, the, the Miss Dallas Teen USA competition. Okay. The story just, is hilarious to me so i like to tell people that it happened on a dare so i was at a gala and one of the girls at my table was telling everyone about how she was gonna go for miss dallas and i was like that sounds really cool Mm -hmm. like that sounds fun yeah and i had brady there and the lady across the table from me was like you can't do that i was like why she's like oh you have a service dog like you're disabled you can't do such things i was like wow so where do i sign up and the girl was like no you totally should i did not tell my mom i signed up i just signed up right there didn't realize that it was in two weeks oh my god i had no dresses no pageant experience anything like that i told my mom like a couple minutes later i was like hey what are you doing in two weeks she was like why yes I'm competing for Miss Dallas Teen. We did not think anything of it. Oh, I bought my dresses three days before it. Oh my gosh. Um, I partly forgot I was doing it. So I just like <laughs> looked in my calendar and I was like, oh, oh, wait, I'm doing that, that this weekend. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Big deal. Didn't know anything about it. And I went in, my parents were taking bets on how long it would take for me to get kicked out. They were like, so it was two days. The first day my dad showed up with a coffee cup in his hand and keys ready. He was like, are we done yet? I was like, no, like, I'm actually doing well. He was like, no, you're not. Like, no, there's no way. And literally in the video of me winning, I say, oh, no, because I had no idea that would happen. I literally walked into it with no idea what I was doing. Walked on stage barefoot, which is my favorite part of all of it. During well, the interview, how did no one notice you were barefoot, though. I had a giant ball gown. So, oh, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, that's that how makes I sense. had to do it. Biggest okay. ball gown ever. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, if no one's going to see your feet. I was, yeah. Exactly. And yeah, I got enough attention having a service dog on stage. I did not need the attention of falling. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. Good call. I, yeah. There's an interview portion, and I pretty much told off one of the judges. I walked out, I was like, Mom. 
we've got a problem. One of the judges was like, well, if you were to win this, how would this help your epilepsy? And I was like, that's a, a TR is not going to help epilepsy. Sorry. Yeah. That, and, yeah excuse me. What? That, oh, that is such a bullshit question. Sorry. But... Oh my gosh. The questions. I'm sorry. Yeah. They were very random. What yeah. was your response? No, I fully told her. I was like, a TR is not going to fix epilepsy. Hey. Oh, you literally. Oh, but, and the timer went off right there. I was like, oh, oh no. Okay. So I walked out of the interview. I was like, mom, we might want to pack up. Gosh. Like, that was bad. <laughs> when I got the rubric back. I got the highest interview points. Lord knows why. Maybe that type of honesty. I mean, I love your answer. Like, Whoa. I don't know. I couldn't yeah. tell you. And I had been talking to these girls and they were like, yeah, I've been training for interview for like a year now. I've interviewed coaches and all. I was like, okay. My interview outfit was $14 for TJ Maxx. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but it was like the best thing ever. I have been able to do so much like meet y'all like it's it's actually yeah. been really great but Aww. it was shocking for yeah. a while i'm still kind of like yeah. how did this happen oh my god i did not know pageants were so i mean like i had a, somewhat of an idea but i had no clue had that they no were idea. so intense and like it sounds like everyone else who was at them how did kind so, of intense how did too. that go like behind the scenes and i like, definitely pissed off some girls there because i was new like i had yeah. no idea I do have Asperger's syndrome, so I have okay. no social skills, surprisingly. So I took a nap backstage. Holy used Brady as a pillow, felt on to sleep. That made the girls mad. I was eating gummy bears, and when I win, you can see I have a bright blue tongue. Really? Like, this just keeps getting oh, the more... Every time I tell the story, I'm like, I should not have won. Like, this is bad. Um... <laughs> Some of the girls oh, were so nervous, this. they were, like, throwing up. They were, like, taking oh. anti-anxiety meds. Like, oh. And I'm sitting here taking a nap backstage with my dog. Oh. And I was like, I do not, like, I didn't realize that this was going to be such a big deal. Sure. And I'd been talking to the girls, and they are like, have you done any training? Like, what practice has you been to? I was like, nothing. Mm-hmm. I showed up four hours late. So I had a nonprofit event. I am a spokesperson for the Alzheimer's Association. And I was the chair of the Alzheimer's Walk. And I had the Alzheimer's Walk that day. And I was like, well, I'm not missing that. Like, I've been planning this all year. So I texted the director. And I was like, hey, I'm going to be four hours late. Hope you don't mind. And she was like, that's a new one. But okay. (laughs) Like, never heard of that happening before. So I missed the rehearsal. I missed, like, the orientation part. I went up there with absolutely no idea what I was doing. And I was like, you know what? Like, I had no stress. I was like, right, whatever happens, happens. And I'm kind of going to go into the same thing with Miss Texas that I'm competing in because I have no idea what I'm doing, like, still. And they hired, as Miss Dallas, they hired a bunch of, like, trainers, coaches, all of that for me. And I think they're all kind of losing hope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i feel so bad i don't know it, it looks like it worked i mean yeah. your own way the first time around just walk up right. there with no yeah. heels on just barefoot with your like. dog i mean <laughs> yeah someone exactly. liked it and the makeup artist that they used was actually miss dallas last year and she sat on that couch oh. and yelled at me she was like you are not taking this seriously in a good way 
not in like a mean way, but in a okay. good way. Okay. She was like, you're not taking this seriously. Like, you need mm-hmm. to have faith in yourself. You're going to win. And I was like, dude, wow. no, I'm not. But the experience was so good. The girls did not like me. And I don't blame them for that at all. Why um, not? Some of these girls have been training their whole lives for this. I showed up with my $14 interview outfit. I kind of yeah. showed up out of the blue. I mean, sure. You know, if I if I put myself in their shoes, I'm like, yeah, okay, makes sense. Well, I do wonder, like, just mm-hmm. flipping the script, like, if someone were to show up to, you know, an archery competition and, like, kind of with the same thing where they, they hadn't trained, they hadn't, you know, they were four hours late, all these things, and were really, really, really good. But I feel like I you was that girl. <laughs> so my first tournament, you were just everything. I love this every time. So my first tournament with the Junior Olympics, I told my coach, I was like, well, I don't want to like have a slow summer to like get used to tournaments. I just want to go for it. So he was like, okay, the summer's Olympic qualifiers. And I think he was trying to like scare me. And I was like, okay. He was like, wait, no, like you're not supposed to. No. Right. So I ended up going to a stage of Olympic qual. I actually did half the circuit. So I did how it works is you have your American circuit to pick who's going to be on the team. And then it goes a whole mess. Sure. I did the first circuit because I was like, screw it. I want to try. So I showed up to Florida. I was probably 90 pounds. I was the youngest on the field. I look like wow. an idiot because uh, I barely know how to set up my bow. <laughs> and everyone's doing here. Like, why are you here? And I figured it out. Like, it worked out. Girl. Did not win. But oh I figured it out. Yeah, that's oh. awesome. You know what? I love that, gosh. too. And I do feel like, you know, it so much here. So, first of all, like, <laughs> you're just... You're just a fucking badass. I just want to start plopping you in things you haven't tried and be like, let's see what happens because I bet she's going to win. <laughs> like, <laughs> I bet at this gonna... point, dude, just, I'm going to try everything at this point. Like, screw it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can, I could see that you have that energy and you definitely take that initiative. But you also put out really positive vibes. And I feel like mm-hmm. if situation were reversed, you would be happy for someone who came in yeah. as like oh, yeah. the, as like literally yeah. the underdog, you know. But that's just mm-hmm. me projecting my views onto you. But it just seems yeah. like they're the type of person that would be like, you know what? That's pretty cool. The underdog one, you know. Honestly, Absolutely. the girls in the Miss Division. So there's Miss and Teen. The mm-hmm. girls in the Miss Division got so excited for me. So when I turned around oh. after winning there was like a huddle of girls hugging me. And I don't like hugs. That scares the bejesus out of me. But it was the cutest thing. And my miss I have now, Renisha, she's Miss Dallas and Miss yeah. Dallas teen. She is the sweetest thing. She's so proud of me for like even the smallest achievements. She's like, you're doing it. And they could not have picked a better team because she's a special education teacher at a middle school. Oh. So every event we go to, she can read me. She knows exactly how to help. She's ready to help. She's just, it's so cute. She's proud of me for every little thing. It makes my heart so happy. Oh, that yeah, yeah. we should have her own. That's really, really sweet. And like, talk about the dream team, right? Yeah. Like, that's really awesome. Gosh. And I'm just happy you, you have that support nearby as you go I into really this. Yeah. I don't want to be petty. I don't have to judge one. 
I have no right to be judging a pageant, but they let me judge a pageant. That was wild. It was ages six months to 50 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. So we've got bandwidth. We got a range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was seven hours. Wow. And that was night one. I did not finish out the weekend because I had a seizure. And I was like, this is that was my first thought. I was Didn't. like, how'd you do that? Yeah. I had a seizure. Wow. It was, it was a wild experience. Parents were spending thousands of dollars for their kids to compete in this. And I was like, your kid is six months old. Yeah. And you spent $2,000 on the entry fee alone. Okay. Okay. No, oh, I was not surprised when yeah. girls were kind of upset. They were like, you take this very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Totally. Well, and you mentioned having a seizure, you know, while there. What's that like to be able to have, you know, your dog Brady next to you when that happens? A lot of people haven't, you know, I haven't experienced that with with a dog yet. I mean, my dog would just like cuddle up next to me, but, you know, he's Brady's specially trained. At the pageant, there was, it was so busy that there was no food. Like, they gave us meals, but there was no time to eat it. And my blood sugar is a big trigger for me um, me too yeah and mm-hmm. brady insisted that i get food and i was like dude i don't have time to eat so he ran backstage and grabbed a granola bar off the table and brought it to me oh my god he knows how he's to do that so he can cute. find oh my gosh so he ran and got it and he was like mom you're gonna eat this and he threw it at me and i was like <laughs> okay i'm not gonna fight i will eat the granola bar <laughs> he did alert on oh stage a high heart rate. So when my heart rate is high, he'll jump on me. And right now he can do deep pressure therapy where you have different spots in your body where if you put pressure on it, it can lower your heart rate. And I was on stage and he jumped on me and I was like, oh no, dude, we're not doing this. So I just ran off stage, even though I wasn't supposed to. I was like, I'm not doing this on stage. Yeah. So he just puts his paws on the inside of my arm here and it lowers my heart rate. But he was like, nope, you are gain off stage or I'm doing this right here, right now. But I am helping you. And it was the funniest thing. I surprisingly did not have a seizure while at the pageant that I competed in. Now, the wow. one I was judging, that was another story. Yeah. But at the one I competed in, mm-hmm. I did not have a seizure, partly because I kind of insisted that I take care of myself. Um, like I said, mm-hmm. slept backstage. I was like, I need sleep. Yep. I got up at four o'clock this morning for makeup. I'm going to sleep right here. Yeah. Wow. And I just, I took care of myself and I made sure I did. And Brady, if I didn't, Brady made sure I did. But at the pageant, mm-hmm. I judged. I had my mom holding Brady in the back of the room. It was like a big ballroom. And I had my mom holding Brady in the back. And he broke away from her and ran up to me like, you're going to have a seizure. And he barked in my face. I was like, all right. We'll do this. Wow. So really? he has different ways of alerting me. He'll bark for a seizure. He hits me mm-hmm. for blood sugar. So he will walk over and slap me. Like, fix it. <laughs> and then he'll go get me a snack if I can't go get it. That's so awesome. For stress, mm-hmm. he will jump on me and let me know. He is trained to the point where if I'm tired, he will bring me my stuffed animal. From my room and throw it at me like you gotta go to bed and if that i'm in public so he cute. grabs the edge of my shirt and drags me down wow 
Oh my and gosh. he is like any other dog where if I have I a seizure, he lays down with me. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we'll cuddle. Yeah. I yeah. had one in the middle of Target once yeah. and we were in the book se- section of Target and I'm laying on the floor with my dog. Mm-hmm. And someone walked by and took a video and they were like oh. laughing at me. I'm sure it went on TikTok or something. Who knows? Oh, I'm sorry. But oh, ew. I was like, whatever. Like, I've heard it all. I've seen it all. You can do what you want. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's helped in all kinds of situations. What was it like to even yeah. get a service dog? It was actually mortifying. <laughs> oh. So I sat in the doctor's really? office and I am drug resistant. And at this point, she looked at me and she was like, I don't know what else to do. I have nothing for you. All I can say is try to serve this dog. And I was like, I'm not broken. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I, at yeah. the time, I was... 16 and i was like i am so broken that there is nothing else for me but a dog that can help and it sucked for a little Mm. bit i was like i can't function as a teenager without a dog um yeah eventually Mm. once i got brady so i was on the wait list for months it took nine months yeah Yeah, those wait lists lists are they can be like three years like yeah yeah i got lucky because i got a call and they were like, hey, in a week, you're picking up your service dog. And I was like, okay. Okay. That's fast. Cool. <laughs> yes, I'm getting a dog. I yeah, ran out of awesome. all the puppy supplies. They're like, yeah, like someone apparently was on the list and I couldn't have the dog. So they're like, this one is for you. Go get it. Go pick it up. Okay. Once I got Brady, I felt a lot better though. It took some time to get used to him though. So like I take him out to hang out with my friends. Really? And I had a bad friend group for a while, and they were like, don't bring your dog. That's annoying. Ooh. Got rid of them. Mm. Not friends with them anymore. Okay, Now good. my friends are like, Brady, Brady, where's Brady? Yeah. And like, <laughs> oh, that's how weird. Over, like, where, <laughs> where is, where is, he said he's sitting at your feet yeah, right now. <laughs> is he at your feet right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's always at my feet. So cute. Oh, cute. I got lucky, like, with my teammates. We went out to dinner, and Brady was tired, so like, I've been leaving at the hotel to sleep. I showed up, they are like, Where's Brady? Like, we wanted to see him. I was like, guys, <laughs> nice to see you too. It definitely took a while to figure that out because oh, yeah. I call him my walking caution sign. Mm. Because when you're in public, he makes it very clear that they're, you're sick. Yeah, totally. It kind of takes away the him. invisibility of the invisible yeah. disability that epilepsy yeah. is considered. Yeah. yeah. It was mm-hmm. really difficult. Um, I would go out in public and, of course, people talk to you about the dogs because it's a puppy dog. So you're going to talk and you're yeah. going to ask questions. And I'm yeah. learning to answer them short, sweet, to the point. But for a while there, I would freeze mm. up and be like, oh, my gosh, I have to tell these people what's wrong with me. Like, this is so embarrassing. Mm. Like, yeah. It, I don't know what to do. I've learned now that I just teach people about it rather than, like, I have my canned, hey, I have epilepsy. He's a seizure alert dog. He's still in training. He's two years old. Blah, blah, blah. I've gotten some weird questions, mm-hmm. but other than that, it's usually pretty easy. Are we going to add but, then sorry. to the your canned speech? No questions. I'm not taking questions at this I, time. <laughs> sorry. I actually have little cards that I make that are like, this is Brady. He's a seizure alert dog. He does this, this, and this. If you want more information, go on my Instagram. <laughs> Plug That's brilliant. You have great self-care. 
Like, I am just um, so impressed. This whole con. I this- had the dog trainer teach me that. Mm-hmm. So, at one point, before I was pageant queen and I could piss people off without fear, a lady came up to me. I was in a restaurant and she was like, Well, it was the manager. She was like, Well, you don't even have anything wrong with me. Like, what's even wrong with you? Oh my God. That's illegal. Like, well, ask, oh, literally. Yeah. And she was the manager of this restaurant. Yeah, she should know that. And- That's illegal. The trainer looked at her and was like, what color are your underwear? And she's like, what? She was like, well, they're about as personal. Like, those questions add up. Personal oh my question. God. <gasps> and I love his trainer. Oh, she my God. Like, I was going to say. I sat there like jolting. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Go off. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I still oh. that. But I can't say that anymore because like. I have to be ladylike with the pageant and all of that. Can't piss people off. Hey, you know what? You won by being authentic. Just be your authentic self, girl. Very true. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. gosh, I still love that. I still love that. That is awesome. I that is amazing. How long did it take like working with the trainer and Brady until you know he was kind of like, okay, got his uh Yeah. So he has been by my side since he was Mm -hmm. seven weeks old. Um, I got him in seven weeks and I have worked with the trainer at least once a week since then. But because it's epilepsy, he has to get to know me and mm-hmm. everything about me, including my chemical imbalances. Sure. Yeah. So I could not send him to puppy boarding school. That's what it's called. Okay. Until he was okay, older. So yeah. now we have a thing called puppy boot camp. He goes away for a week, works with the trainer, comes back, and he's like, angel puppy. He's an angel right now, but <laughs> different kind. And we do that every couple of months. But I went, I took him to training last night, and it was service dog school. Mm-hmm. Bunch of dogs, bunch of handlers, and y'all learn something. Everyone has something different. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's three epileptics, though, which is kind of cool. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. I love hearing that. I just love yeah. hearing All kinds the, of dogs. Yeah. They even have a dogs. puppy yearbook. Like, yeah. They have oh, a yearbook yeah. <laughs> and school picture day. Oh my god! Thing. Oh Does my he gosh. get dressed up? Is he allowed to yes. like wear like a tie? Obviously. Okay, nice. I love it. He wore a black bow tie, <laughs> cutest thing ever. I'm waiting for the picture to come back. Perfect. <laughs> and oh. next time he won't be wearing his archery jersey because he got one. They gave him a jersey. Oh come on! Cute. It's, it's the cutest thing. Oh, <laughs> it's going so out. cute. Oh, yeah. Adorable. But it took a lot for me to get here with him. I did not take him out with my friends for the first couple of months. I was like, no, no, no. Can't do that. It took until I had a seizure on a first date with a guy for me to get used to Brady. Yeah. That was the most embarrassing thing of my life. And turned off still really good friends with him. Really? Yeah, I've, done, I've I've been there too. We, I yeah. feel like every epileptic has been there at some point. Yeah. Just the most inconvenient yep. moment mm-hmm. for a seizure and you see. Yep. So now I take Brady yep. everywhere. Like I'm going to go so to the So that was your tipping point. You're like, yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will suck it up. I'm taking Brady. Yeah. <laughs> He went to football games with me over football season. He goes to archery tournaments with me, mm. goes on the plane, goes to galas. I took him to a daddy-daughter dance for the pageant I was invited to. Oh, It was over Cute. 100 little girls, ages 3 to 8. Terrified me. He loved every ounce of it. 
scariest thing of my life. <laughs> Brady's like, hey, you got he this. thought he was the king. He star of the show. I was going to say, I'm sure all those kids were just <laughs> we got all over. Multiple times. And if you can imagine a hundred little girls chasing the princess with the puppy doll. Right. Oh, oh wow. wow! They had Anna Gown My with a tiara, gosh. like hold on yards. Ow. Okay. That was, okay. Wow. That oh. probably needed a few recovery oh. days. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I definitely did. Yeah, yeah. No I went home and slept like sixteen hours. Like, I believe I am it. Not recovering from that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but he goes everywhere. So, and, you know, okay, first of all, your transformation from, you know, being so self-conscious about it to then like taking such good self-care, being like, you know what, it's not me, it's, Mm -hmm. it's some, it's these friends that are, you're rejecting him that I need to get rid of. I think that's just so amazing. And then also like, you said, you know, it's been almost two years, like that's a short period of time to to adjust you know and I'm just yeah. so impressed by that and I know service dogs are really important to you and just as a whole for you know all people with disabilities and that led you to found Brady's Box and I was hoping yes. you could tell us a little bit about that so I'm so excited I love talking about this because I'm so <laughs> excited I actually had a meeting We'd love I to hear. told my friends I was like hey I can't hang out today I have a meeting with my accountant they were like no big deal <laughs> no big deal like every but, senior in high school. Like, yep. <laughs> right. So I noticed after getting into service dog school that there are a lot of reasons people keep the dog. So they're not covered by most insurance companies. And for a lot of people, they're a last resort. So you are to the point where you are so sick that the last thing you can have is a dog. Yeah. Most doctors will not tell you. They're mm-hmm. like, no, you can try this medicine, this one, this one. It is a last resort. And I watched a girl have to give up her dog because she couldn't afford him. Hmm. And this happens a lot, actually. So I was like, no, like there needs to be something. So for Christmas this year, as Christmas gifts to a bunch of people, my mom and I made a donation to the service dog school on their behalf. And while I was sitting there at dog training, I handed the trainer a check and a lady came around. It was like, I cannot afford this piece of equipment for my dog. Her son was 13, needed a vest that had a handle on it mm-hmm. to help him stand up when he falls down. And it was $400. And she was like, I cannot afford wow. this. I don't know what to do. So the trainer turned around, handed her the check and said, here you go. Like, this should cover it. And that's what did it for me. I was like, this, this is what I know. It. I'm about to start crying too. I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> I was oh my gosh. about it. And I was like, you know. I don't know how I'm going to handle starting a nonprofit. Like, that's a lot to take on. And the week after, a girl got in a car accident and she couldn't afford the protective crate for the car. And the dog got hurt in the accident and she couldn't afford the vet bills. Oh my gosh. So she had a very hard time and she ended up going in debt. It was a huge problem. Oh. We all raised money. We all helped her. Hmm. Eventually, we cut a check and we were like, you go like this should help yeah i'm fortunate enough to be able to do that kind of thing but that crate is what really stood out because it's a 600 dollars crate and yeah i mean they are crash texted those things i can personally say those things help with everything like they are indestructible 
But <laughs> at the same time, they're $600. Right. And I was like, most oh, people yeah. can't afford this. Like, especially since when you have a service dog, you have hospital bills to pay, you have medical bills. Like, yep. they're expensive. Yep. They can be upwards of 50 grand. This shit ain't cheap. Yeah. I mean, like, I looked, the- I looked into it, actually. I wanted to get a service yeah. dog, and I was just, and, like, the waiting list was too long, and then it was, like, I didn't qualify for my type of epilepsy. Like, they were, like, no, no. And mm-hmm. it was just, you know, there's just, just a pain. Yeah, there was just, like, a no. And you have to be your own advocate when it comes to getting a service dog. You kind of have to fight for it. But as my parents and I said, they were like, well, you got free college. So this is like the price of college. So <laughs> it worked out. It's amazing. Oh, my gosh. So I decided right there. I was like, no, wait, I need to do something like this. Bad. Yeah. And I called Brady's Create My Car, his box, because... I think it looks like I'm throwing my dog into a box. <laughs> so I call it the Brady box and I was like, screw it. I'm starting the Brady box fund and I'm helping people Aww. because I cannot, I can't take it. I can't watch this any longer. So right now I actually had a meeting last night and I am helping a woman. She has a debt of $22,000 and I am getting her dog food. Uh, I'm giving her a couple hundred dollars right now because it. Obviously, I am starting out nonprofit. This is like a couple months old. We do not have $22,000 to give, but I can give what I can. And I have a treat fund going. So treats are so expensive. I never realized until I was looking at my bank account with my mom. She was like, where's all your money going? Like spending a lot of money. And I was like, mom, I swear it's not me. It's Brady. And she went over the doctor. She was like, these are expensive treats. Like this is crazy so what i do is i go around and like at my archery team or at my mom's office or different places like that i ask can you bring some dog treats and when people hear the story they fill the box they're like no i got dog treats for you i can give you dog treats they go to sam's club they buy out the place i see some sad stuff doing it but i also see some happy things Um, i was able to help a little boy he was six years old i was able to help him get a service dog which was he has epilepsy that was like that hit my heart i was like oh my god i helped a six-year-old get a dog i helped a girl through a different i worked with another nonprofit. we scraped together twelve thousand dollars and she is able to have a service dog now she has a couple different problems and we were like you know what you need this dog you need to go to college. You need to be a normal kid. We're going to help you. We scraped together between the nonprofit that I was working with at the time and Brady Fox Fund. We got 12 grand and sent it out to her. Oh, this, I mean, this so, is, oh you're just gosh. making such a difference in so many people's lives. It, this is wonderful. It's crazy. Is there I a mean, place that our listeners can go to to donate? If So I'm working on that. I had a place to donate. The accountant was like, we're going to change this. I am working on making a website right now. Awesome. Just got his oh, brand in. I call it Brady's nonprofit. Like, it's yeah, his. I love obviously. it. <laughs> He's the one running it. So I just got his brand in. So the website should be coming up soon. I will let y'all know when it does. Um, then the next thing we're working on is making, like, T-shirts and stuff like that. Fundraising. Oh, um, just we everything will be like buying that. T-shirts am, for yeah. sure. I'm so excited about all of it. Oh, yep. Yeah. Um, I'm geeking out. I'm like, I get called... Instagram is coming up as well. I was actually planning on doing that 
after my nap today. <laughs> Gotta get the nap in and then I can work on that. So there's going to be an Instagram and a Facebook and all of that. And I had someone write a check for me for $2,000 and she sent it absolutely like anonymous. I received in my mailbox, don't know how she got my address. I was a little creeped out about that. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, but got a $2,000 check and said, use this for whoever needs it. And I was like, like, that's never happened for me. Like that crazy. Yeah. So I turned around and used that last night for someone who couldn't afford a piece of gear for their dog. You but oh, girl, that was Lego. Oh, my I was gosh. so excited to do that, too. That I felt really cool. I was like, don't worry. Oh. I can write the check. Life. I felt so cool doing that. Totally. How do you do all this? I mean, I know. you're finishing up high school. You've got a nonprofit. You're doing huge pageants. And then you're going off to college. I mean, holy crap. I was oh, not doing that at your age. She's like, college is going to be the least stressful thing for you. Because, <laughs> like, you will not have to worry. So my archery range I go to you will every take that day place by storm. an hour away. And then twice a week, I drive three hours to my coach. My dorm is above my archery range at my new school. Oh, God. So oh. I just thought of all the naps you're going to be able Man. to take. I'm like, you're going to be. No, literally. <laughs> and I told my coach, I was like, hey, so like, sometimes I need a nap. He was like, okay. I'm like, that's fine. He was like, there's a physical therapy bed in the back. You can sleep there if you need to. Like, wow. I was like, okay, cool. Because wow. I have taken naps on the range floor of my range. It's an old Home Depot building, big concrete floors. I've just cash out like whatever um oh my gosh it's college is gonna be so nice a lot less stress <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah you are, like Lexi said you are definitely gonna take college by storm mm -hmm. so cool yeah mm -hmm. it'll be yeah. no biggie at all oh, i did pick God. the hardest major oh. but I'm doing. You already picked biomed. a major. Look at you go. Yes. So Who I'm doing some major before they go. Yeah. What are you doing? Sorry, I miss it. Pre-med. Pre-med. So my goal is to go to medical school. Go, girl. <laughs> what? I love it. That makes oh so much God. sense. I, I can should. totally see that. Yeah. Yep. So I, I know. can't wait to watch all this We're just happen. gonna be the fangirls on the side, just being like, oh. yeah. mm -hmm. so The funniest thing is, I want to be a neurologist since I was like three years old. So when I was diagnosed with epilepsy, I was like, this is perfect. Like. I get experience in the field. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not the way to look at this. Oh, like, my gosh. You know, you're sick. I was like, that's fine. Like, I get experience. Totally. No, well, it does make a huge yeah. difference, too. Like, yeah. we've spoken on season one. We had Dr. Brad Ingram, who is an epileptologist living with epilepsy, you know. And so yeah. his perspective is completely different. It's just because he, it, he gets get it from two sides. Lot. It's like. Exactly. You know. Yeah, that walks in the room and you're yeah, immediately yeah. like, okay. And, and we're just saying that's what you need. have to go into, obviously, you know. No, yeah. But um, that's been my goal for years, though, like since I was three. So why not? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling inspired. I'm <laughs> well, feeling like I need to start a nonprofit or, or just like go ahead. I don't recommend yeah, right? it. It's difficult. <laughs> I'm struggling. She's no. straight up just I like, no, like don't do it. Looking over a stack of papers about this high. And I was like, ooh, okay, this is just the way I want to spend my Friday night. <laughs> and it was all legal terms. I don't know what I read. Read it all. Couldn't tell you what it was. But I read it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, oh yeah, this gosh. is a lot more than I expected, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. um, 
I, every time I think like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Like, this is too much. I do something where I'm like, okay, never mind. I like this. It's worth it. Um, awesome. Well, girl, yeah. keep us posted on, you know, oh, totally. like when the website I comes think. out, Instagram account, all that stuff. So we will, because we will absolutely put that, uh, listeners, yeah. we will put that information out on our podcast page, up on our website. We will support you to the end of the earth, truly. We'll, yeah. I think you everyone keep it, an eye on this girl. She's going to, she's got even <laughs> bigger things coming.